All right. And it is finally here. The recruiting special you guys have come to know uh, is finally here. It's taken a couple weeks to get it done uh, due to scheduling conflicts and, and things like that. Uh, but I just wrapped up two phenomenal conversations. Uh, the first one you'll hear is with Coach Bobbitt talking about the defensive guys. Um, Coach Bobbitt now has transitioned to defensive coordinator um, and he was recruiting coordinator and safeties coach prior. Um, so he does know these guys well. Um, and then the second conversation is with Chris Myers, the tight end coach, who is uh, the new uh, recruiting coordinator. And he talks about the offensive players in this uh, in this episode. Uh, both these guys very excited, obviously, as coaches are on, on uh, signing day and about their incoming class. But you can really see the potential in this class. Uh, group of winners, group of competitors, um, guys that want to be jackrabbits. You'll hear kind of throughout the episode, multi-sport guys, uh, guys who are smart in the classroom as well. Uh, Coach Myers makes a comment on that uh, in, the, in his episode or in his segment. Um, but really fun conversations where you get to see, uh, you know, Coach Myers and Coach Bobbitt really talk about their guys and show some excitement about their guys. And uh, I don't know, it just has me excited again. I'm ready for spring ball. Uh, I'm ready to get be down in Brookings for the spring game. And we're going to be back in Brookings next fall uh, watching the Jacks. So again, thank you for your patience as we uh, got these episodes recorded. Um, but now um, go ahead and enjoy listening and learning about these new recruits. Go Jacks. All right, and I am joined for this segment by Coach Jesse Bobbitt, a recently named defensive coordinator for the Jacks. Congratulations, Jesse. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah, and he's in his capacity now uh, for maybe one of his former hats that he used to wear, the recruiting coordinator uh, <laughs> yeah. for, for the team. So, uh, Jesse, how the heck are you doing? I'm doing really good. Um, things are going really good, getting adjusted, you know, with the new staff, my new role, um, just getting kind of things rolling, getting on the same page. Uh, with the other coaches, with the players. Um, obviously, guys are working out, and uh, we're just trying to get on the same page as the staff and get moving forward. Things are coming together nicely. Got a good group of coaches um, and even better people. So Awesome. Well, good. Uh, excited to get to know them a little more. I know we have some shows planned. Uh, Dallas has been putting in some work, getting stuff scheduled yeah. uh, with the, both Pete uh, and his cousin on the <laughs> offensive side of the ball. So excited yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, just to get to know those two a little bit and see yeah. what they've been up to since they were last in Brookings. For so, sure. No. Yeah. But you're here today to talk about uh, the 2023 recruiting class. Yes, sir. Um, and this is a class that uh, really, you know, with, kind of built throughout. You know, it seems like every year the recruiting process is a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, some years it feels like the class is finished yeah. <laughs> almost in, in July. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the year before, uh, was a huge group that signed in uh, the late signing period. So yeah. every class is a little bit different. How was the process for you this year? Um, I would say it's, it was more like, uh, I guess, the first uh, year where you're getting signed in July. Guys are kind of coming together um, early on. I would say we had a majority of these guys in the spring getting them up here in junior days and getting them back here for camp. And by the time the end of the summer came around, you know, we had a majority of these guys, I would say, committed or if not, had a good feeling about them heading into the fall. Um, majority of these guys came up for their official visits early on in the semester, the first couple games, which was awesome. We got some final commits there. 
And then, you know, it got a couple guys got pushed back through the um, end of the season. At Illinois State was an official visit weekend, got a couple more guys. And then, you know, you have some transfers that come in and, and whatnot. So uh, it was, overall, it was a really good a year. We got it was on defense. It's a little bit of a smaller class um, maybe than normal, um, just with numbers and whatnot. Uh, but it was a it was a really good year. I think we're really excited about the guys we got coming in. We have some difference makers for sure. Uh, some guys that can potentially make an immediate impact, but some guys, you know, that maybe will need to grow for a, a year or two, but it, we're really excited about them all. All right, good. Um, so we're going to jump in. And and just as a note, uh, for those that are, you know, listening to this, uh, we are going to do defense first with Coach Bobbitt, and then Coach Myers is taking over as the recruiting coordinator. He was the tight ends coach this last year. Um, really fun guy to talk to. Um, so he's going to actually be breaking down the offensive recruits for us. So something a little bit different than maybe what we've done in the past. Um, and, and Jesse, I did say, you know, we were going to pull up the huddles, but, um, I, I don't think we're going to do that. It's just too much going on. So yeah, um, with that. yeah. All right. So let's start with Bryce Hawthorne. Um, and he's someone that, uh, <laughs> you know, is, is from the Metro Osseo, I believe, yep. um, big frame. I remember when I broke down his tape uh, last summer after he committed, yeah. I did a short YouTube video on him, and it was all tight end. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, yeah. so, so walk me through Bryce here as a defensive lineman. His senior tape, he did show a little more. Uh, or, or there was more on tape for for defensive line, but talk talk about him a little bit. Yeah, so, so Bryce, big dude, physical dude. Um, someone can at the, especially at the high school level can kind of high school level can kind of overpower you um, and use his strength. Um, a big thing with Bryce is when he came up this summer um, for for camp, a team camp, uh, we took him aside. And not only during the you know the team camp individual drills with his high school, Coach Smith at the time um, was able to take him aside and hit him and Coach Rogers were putting him through drills, competing with some other top dudes at the camp. And he really showed his competitive edge, his movements, besides the power and strength that you see on tape um, as a D lineman, as a fullback or running back when they put him in there at times. Um, he was able to show that at camp, at camp, he was a great leader for his team. That was something that really stuck out to us, um, is that he was, you know, he was a captain. He was a leader at camp. They're here for three days. It's kind of a grind. Um, he was that positive spirit dude, um, which at the end of the day is another huge intangible. When you're looking at guys, you can have all the talent in the world, but if you're not that leader, if you're not that person with the positive spirit as you're going through things, um, and making the tough times a little bit easier for yourself and everyone else and, and bringing people with you along the way, uh, that was kind of. Bryce. The other thing about Bryce is um, you kind of we kind of joke around. He has like he's his big body, but he's kind of got this baby face. Right. Like okay. he's still really young. He's someone who we um, envision growing a ton, mm -hmm. um, which is exciting because he's already a big dude at whatever he is. I think he's like 6'2", 235 is our last measurement ish. I'm sure he's bigger than that um, by now. But again, we talked talked about it a little bit is him playing fullback and tight end. The funny story about that was at team camp. It comes down to we do the jackrabbit competition, right? And you got teams rotating on and off the field. You went on offense, new defense comes out. You went on defense, new offense comes out. So we were doing that, and it came down to our like 20 teams here. It came down to Osseo, and I don't know, I forgot who the other team was, but it was one play, and you had to gain, I think, five yards. You get one play, you either gain five yards, or the defense holds you, and you're the winner of the jackrabbit competition at camp. Everyone is around, all eyes on you. And what do they do? They put Bryce Hawthorne at, at running back. And they hand him off the ball and he's carrying dudes for 10 yards in, <laughs> and, and then they win the jackrabbit competition. So when you talk about Bryce, he's a competitor, he can do it all. He's an athlete. 
and he's got a lot of growth left in him. So we're excited awesome. Good. And, and, and I believe his dad is a former Viking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dad, dad, played, played, in dad played at Minnesota. Um, his dad's a, a really good dude. Another big dude, kind of like you, what you can see Bryce still growing into because his dad's a lot bigger sure. than him. It's pretty, it, it's cool. Good, really good people, him and his mom. Awesome. Yes. Um, you know, flipping on his tape, that, that senior year tape, um, really saw like just some physical growth um, yeah. filled out a little bit too, it looks like. So yeah. I'm excited to see what, what he can do, uh, you know, as you said, continue growth. So yeah, for sure. next guy, Nick Wells out of Sioux City. Yep. Uh, watching Nick's tape, Nick, to me at least, high motor. Yeah. Um, Dallas broke down him for us because Dallas played defensive end as well. Yeah. Um, really talked about his technique and yeah. being someone really sound there. Yeah. Uh, I watch him and, and I see Ryan Arith is who I see. And for I know sure. that's a pretty high compliment because Ryan's one of the best to do it uh, yeah. for the Jackrabbits. What do you see in Nick Wells? No, I would say the same thing. That's a really good comparison. I guess I didn't necessarily come across with Ryan Arith, but not because that's not right. I would say that's a really good comparison. Um, and I would agree with you and Dallas in terms of he's a technician, which is at times unique at the high school level when you already kind of have some of those skills, a lot of times, you know, there's positives and negatives to bringing in a guy who can really just go in the motor, but he's super raw and doesn't have that. Nick has that, right? And we also think he will have that juice and motor um, to be able to get things going. The thing that's really cool about uh, Nick is both his parents went to SDSU. So he's already a part of the, the Jackrabbit family, just being born into with his parents and whatnot and them being here. So the family ties are really big. Somewhere we're like Jackrabbit Nation um, and SDSU, was a kind of a, a dream school for him because of his parents. So that was really cool. Um, again, his his size potential, he's already 6'3", 240, but that growth going into a, a Ryan Aerith type of guy who, again, obviously I played with him. He's a really good player. Um, as far as a person, um, really mature. Um, he, he's really focused in what he's trying to do, not only on the field when he's on his visits talking about football, but also like off the field, knows what he wants to do, um, construction sites, manage construction sites, get into that construction management type field. So when you talk to the kid, he's really focused. He's got actually got on his visit. It was a lot of fun. He came on, I don't know if it was the first weekend of the year, or the second weekend of the season, but he came, he's got two younger brothers. I, I'm not, I don't think I'm mistaken. They're twins and they're out there just getting after it on the field before <laughs> the game and stuff. And I'm like, all right, we got a few years down the road. There's going to be some two more recruits. That'll be hopefully Jackrabbits. But, uh, um, as, as a player, I'm, we're really excited about him. Um, again, he's a technician. Um, he's, he, he's shown um, that power, that juice, that motor. But really what's exciting is um, to see his growth get bigger, faster, stronger, because he already has a lot of that technique stuff down where you can come in. Um, and obviously you're still going to learn a ton, but when you have a lot of that um, down already, so it makes it a little bit of an easier transition for guys at times when you at times you see the opposite happen. So, okay. Well, good. That's and I'm ex excited about him. Both those two committed really close to each other yeah. uh, in the summer and stuff. And it was like, all right, here we go. We're going to keep building the chain gang. So yeah, for sure. Great. Next guy up is from T, uh, yep. Reese Kirshenman. Um, am I saying that right? His last name? Uh, yeah, I, I, I Kirshenman. Yeah, yeah. There's sure. a, like a, it's a really quick N. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so so he, him and we'll talk about um, – Chase Van Tolen just a little yeah. bit here, yeah. uh, really have helped build T into a really successful program here in yeah. South Dakota. Yeah. Um, so excited about, again, getting a South Dakota kid, kid that plays hard, um, 
I believe he was, you know, all state here in South Dakota, yeah. honorable mention, yeah. elite 45, uh, played yeah. in the blue gray, all American yeah. bowls. So just yeah. great, uh, awards there. Um, what, what can you say about Reese? Um, Reese is really excited about Reese. And I know, you know, as a staff, we were coach Smith was really excited about, um, Reese and getting him here. Um, obviously a really good person in general, um, family ties again to SDSU family went here. Um, so again, he grew up wanting to be a Jackrabbit, uh, which is always a positive, um, when it comes to terms of your motivation and wanting to be somewhere as far as a player, um, Reese has really good length from his junior year to his senior year. He grew and developed in terms of body size and power, but his arms like hang down below his knees. So when you talk about him being able to grow and develop his body, when he already has that arm length and be able to develop in that strength, that's going to be a huge advantage for him um, as he gets here and be able to grow within that technique, within um, just that power. But again, just having the length that he has and size, I mean, he has the potential to grow into a really big um, defensive lineman for us and a really impactful player. Um, his kind of recruiting process, obviously we've known about Reese being a Sioux Falls kid. Um, for a while, but then at, at Iowa State, um, Coach Smith and Rogers were down there at Iowa State this last, this summer, and he really stuck out in terms of competitor, winning, a leader, all those things at that camp was like right when Coach Smith was like, all right, this is kind of the last factor where I need to know that Reese can be something special here um, at South Dakota State. So I'm really excited about him. He's a tough player, as you know. I don't know if you know, he broke his arm when he showed up for his official visit, which I think was the second week. Uh, our second week of official visits this year, the second home game, he uh, broke his arm, showed up the night before, mm -hmm. right? Was in the, I don't know if it was the ER doctor all day, had broke his wrist. Well, he had finished the game playing with it. Then he was out for a few weeks and he made it back and just, you know, he played the rest of the season with the club. I mean, there's a toughness to that in general. There's a toughness to getting back in the, in, as fast as he did to play, um, is really cool. Um, his, his mindset the next day was positive when he showed up with a broken arm. There was no negative um, to his mindset of, oh, I'm going to admit it. It was just mm -hmm. a positive spin on things. So when you have a kid like that that's going to come into the program, you know there's not going to be any issues. You know, So on the field, awesome, but off the field, even better when you have a tough son of a gun like that um, who's going to come in and make an impact. So Yeah, that's cool. That's really interesting. You brought up the Iowa State and you know really elevating his play for the competition mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he finished that blue gray All American game, I believe, with like three sacks. Yeah, three something. sacks. He was yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that, that kind of shows he, he definitely has a competitive edge, competitive spirit to him in that regard. Yeah. So, yeah, 100%. cool. All right. So, this is, uh, I, I love this player coming up. I just mentioned him, linebacker Chase Van Toll uh, yeah. from T. Yeah. Um, and, and you watch him, and he <laughs> shows up everywhere on Every the, on the field um, and again raising level of competition Pierre this year had an outstanding team right yeah. just a just guys everywhere um, and you watch him in that game against Pierre and he's yeah. making plays on both sides of the ball and on special teams that kick <laughs> uh, that, that tackle on the kick coverage yeah. no doubt. so yeah talk about Chase Van Toll a little bit for us yeah I mean I feel like that's honestly when you watch highlight tapes and you watch someone's film it's one of those things where you're like, holy cow, like this kid can really do it all. You know, there's some guys, oh, he's, you know, he plays both ways or this. He's literally doing and he probably could do about any position on the field at the high school level. Um, so I would say it kind of sums up who he is 
when you see him kick off the ball, run through someone's face, and then recover the football all in one on the onside kick. Um, so that was super special. I kept telling on the same thing as the kickoff coach this year. You see him booting it through the uprights. I was like, well, he's probably coming. He needs to be our kicker. And then he'll be the first one down there as a bullet as well. So that'll be something unique in college football. Uh, but no, as far as uh, uh, and that's honestly in all seriousness, but uh, <laughs> uh, as far as him as, as a linebacker, uh, couldn't be more excited. He has a lot of growth to do as far as truly the technician at the linebacker level, but his pure ability to run and hit and change direction is something I couldn't be more excited about. We've had a long lineage of guys here that uh, whether wherever they're from, no matter if they're a walk-on, a scholarship, or whatever it may be, come in and, and develop and grow and be some of our best players, All-Americans, um, playing in the NFL. Um, I think there's high expectations for Chase when you talk about him coming in. I think he's going to be an impact player. I don't know how fast that will happen, but there's no doubt in my mind that on special teams right away, Chase is going to fly down, hit you in the face and go make plays. So mm -hmm. I'm really excited to work with him, um, help develop him. His official visit, we spent a lot of time together. Uh, Coach Rogers and myself were with him a majority of that visit. And he's just an awesome kid, true South Dakota kid, loves to hunt, fish, do this, that, all the outdoorsy stuff. So I'm really excited um, to get to know Chase better. And hopefully he can take me fishing or hunting at some point, because out of all my years, Living in South Dakota, I still haven't gone hunting yet with anyone, so I still need what? to get this done. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let's flip to the secondary then um, and just talk yeah. about your corners here. Oh, hold on one second. We got to we'll, – uh, never mind. We'll go. We'll get these guys at the end, the transfers yeah. at the end. Yeah. Um, Noah St. Juiced? Is that yeah. – Yeah. Okay. So um, from – from uh, Clearwater Academy down mm -hmm. in Florida, uh, yeah. international students. That's where yeah. we picked up Max Polishek yes. last year. Yep. Um, his brother plays in the NFL for the Redskins, former Golden Gopher. Yeah. Um, talk about Noah a little bit. This is an exciting player, man. Someone mm -hmm. I was on early. So yeah, Noah, Noah really is an exciting player. Um, his when you watch his film, I think one of his first plays is him like hitting someone and running right through their face and Typically, maybe that's not what you see out of a cornerback's highlight film, right? Like one of the first plays that all of a sudden someone coming up on a big hit and running through someone's face. Um, so that's exciting to me um, because not only does he have that, obviously he has the natural movement skills and ability um, in coverage, in man, um, ball skills, just his feet. You know, back in the summer when we were looking at potentially um, getting him up here for camp or trying to figure out a way to get him up here in the summer, um, you scroll through his Twitter as we get to know him and he's got all these personal workout videos, right? Mm -hmm. And you watch him and it's like, holy cow, it's impressive. And not that those things mean all the things in the world, but it's first of all, his work ethic and putting in the time. But when you see his movements, his natural ability to change direction and flip his hips and getting out of breaks um, and, and then how you see how those things transition into his game film, it's really exciting. Mm -hmm. um, couldn't be more excited about Noah to get here on his visit. Um, uh, it was really fun to, to be with him and his mom who were here. He's a quiet kid, um, but he has that edge to him. Um, he's really nice kid and respectful kid. Couldn't be more excited for him to get up here. He, uh, you know, we were competing with some FBS schools there at the end, Old Dominion, New Mexico, um, and Old Dominion's out there where his brother's at on the East Coast. And there was some of that, but at the end of the day, 
and he when he called back, he basically, you know, it came down to relationships and just how he felt about this community, this culture and Jackrabbit Nation. It just felt different. It didn't feel maybe as business like in the other recruiting situations that he was in. So he's really excited to get up here and we couldn't be more pumped. We think Noah is going to be someone that'll come in um, and be able to use his skill right away at the corner position. So awesome. Awesome. Can you say a little bit about, you know, what you've observed from, you know, now him and, and Max, you know, both. I remember Max's Twitter was filled the same, just like this freakishly athletic, yeah. Yeah. you know, I forget the, the box jumps that he did. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> exactly. What? Um, yeah, it's, it's exactly. So what, what is it about this program? Is it, what are they doing to get these kids ready for this well, or I would yeah. I would say it's it's a little bit different structure, right? It's more of like uh it's you know it's a prep school, so it's a little bit more um like a college institution, okay. how it's run in a sense. They um school's a little different as far as what I've uh, learned from Max. Um the time and online classes and certain things, you maybe have a little more time to train, maybe a little more structured and focused um on certain things than it is maybe just uh nor the normal high school student. Um they go down there, they have really good training and resources. Not that there aren't other high schools out there that have the same, but there's a lot of things that are helping these guys reach their full potential at the high school level, which I think is really cool. You know, okay. um, it's providing them with the resources to become successful. And I think just in general, you're around a bunch of guys who want the same thing and the same goals. I know Max would joke around and tell me that him and 20 other guys in the team will be sitting there reaching out to coaches. Like they'd be in a group, just emailing <laughs> coaches. And this. There's like a, a want to and mentality, right? Like these guys sure. want to play college football. And when you have that mentality, you're naturally going to buy in and put in more work, which you see from these guys, right? It doesn't just happen where you're box yep. jumping as high as Max was, or you're moving as well as no out of those breaks. They put in the work, they're devoted and they have this mentality and the unique for both of them, they both finished up school in the winter, I, there's some things about getting them early enrolled that couldn't happen. Um, but as far as they both had like Max last year and Noah right now, they're not in school. They're just training. Sure. Right? They already wow. finished school. So they have this spring to kind of adjust and train. So when they get here in the summer, maybe they're a little bit of a step ahead in terms of the physicality uh, mm -hmm. and their movements and strength. So it's a, there's an edge there, I think, to an extent. So interesting. That's really cool. I just wanted yeah. to ask on that. Just with yeah. two guys out of the same high school in Florida, both Canadian. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, just really interesting. So, yeah. all right, let's talk about your two safeties you brought in here. Yeah. Um, Colton Tilford from Nebraska, one of our Nebraska Jacks here. Yeah. Um, he was a all-state selection. They're they're what do they call it? Super six or whatever. Yeah. They're I mean, yeah. all these honors, um, undersized probably, right? Yeah. But you turn on the tape, and again someone making plays on both sides of the ball all yeah. over the field. Talk about Colton a little bit. Um, Colton. Yeah. I couldn't be more punk about Colton. Colton and I have a, a really good relationship. Um, when he made it up for his junior day, whether it was last March, I believe we had a really good day. I think that day though, in position meetings, he went with like the running backs or something like that. Okay. And I remember talking to him after and I was like, Hey man, we got to maybe get this fixed a little bit. And bringing over the defensive side of the ball. So when he came back up for camp, you know, we had some really good conversations up until camp. And when he came, came back up for camp, he did running back, he did safety, he did linebacker, he did receiver. He was the best player at camp that day. He was winning in all competitions. He was a true competitor. He hadn't ever played linebacker, but Rogers had him out there. And if you know Rogers, Rogers had him hitting and running through people. And he was going. Then he was at safety. And I'm really teaching him how to backpedal because you watch on film, he more so kind of stands back there and just triggers and goes and go makes plays in the balls. Now he could backpedal, right? 
But in terms of the true technique and movements and getting out of breaks and opening up, he's, I wouldn't say the word quite raw, but there's a lot to learn, right? But in terms of his ability, the speed, I mean, you can't coach that. He he flies. I mean, what does he run in high school? I think they run a 10-6, 10-7, yep. something like that. Um, yep. He flies um, and track. His physicality is um, similar to Chase's. Like, he's going to run through you, and it doesn't matter how big or – whatever it is he how small he is he's going to run through your face and he's going to be physical on contact um he's also one of like the nicest dudes you'll meet um our conversations his parents he has a twin sister um i think she might be coming here to do track um she's still trying trying to figure that out she's like a pole bolter um but they're just like really awesome people so in this recruiting process we wanted colton really badly i wanted colton really badly um to be a jackrabbit and it kind of was a little bit later in terms of his um, – well, I would say he committed, right, earlier yep. on. Yep. But then there was some a little yep. bit of something going on with Nebraska. So Nebraska came in, and they were trying to get him pretty mm-hmm. hardcore um, and, and as, a, as a preferred walk-on, and they were talking. And, and that was his dream school, right? Like a lot of Nebraska right. kids, yep. that's your dream school, and you have that opportunity. But at the end of the day – um, he, he gave me a phone call after a couple of weeks of kind of us talking back and forth. And I told him, man, you got to go to Nebraska and you got to see what it's like there. This, we're not mm-hmm. one of those people. I'm not going to, you already know who I am. You know what South Dakota state's about. You got to do what's best for you. Like that's yep. what it comes down to. It's not about, you need to be at South Dakota state. If it fits, it fits. And I think it would for you, but you got to uh, go about it and, and explore if you feel like you need to. And I got a call from him later in the semester. And he was like, coach, um, it's been really good to do this and I'm glad you were open to this happening because I was able to just kind of reassure that he wanted to be a jackrabbit. Um, so it was really cool. I think there's high expectations um, in a lot of different ways for Colton. Um, I think he's going to be an impact player, whether that's safety, whether that's the nickel position, whether that's as a returner, he's going to be an explosive player for the Jacks um, here in the near future. So really excited about Colton's future here. Um, the dude's working his tail off right now. I can tell you that. Uh, every time I talk to the dude, he's he's working out at the facility at the high school at I think it's Explosive Edge. Some wherever he's at back at North Platte, he's working out. Um, he he's getting it in and he's gonna be ready to go come this summer. Awesome. Good. And then uh final uh freshman coming in, Bo Giblin from Sioux yeah. Falls Jefferson. Um yeah. you turn on that tape and you know, on the offensive side of the ball, Wildy's making plays all over the place. Yeah. Defensive side of the ball, this guy's patrolling the secondary making plays all over the place. I yeah. believe an interception in the state championship game. Yeah. Um, hard hitter. Yeah. Seems to play the ball well too, though. Um, yeah. Talk about Bo a little bit. You know, he's someone that came to us a little later in the process. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I explained the Bo recruiting process is like recruiting isn't a perfect science. It doesn't always work out the way the kid hopes it to, the way we would hope it to. Um, we're big into relationships and being able to build that over a period of time that didn't necessarily happen with Bo. Um, and we explained to him, that's not how we always love to go about it, but just the reality of how things work out. We had um, a former safety that was committed and then decommitted and committed to Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, so that opened up a spot later in the process. And we didn't know how we were going to go about that. Um, if we were going to just kind of wait into the spring and just kind of see how it would go. But if we found someone that we think would make an impact, we would, we would go that route. Well, we knew who Bo was. We just didn't have a spot. So when we were able to turn back, obviously it was a busy season for us and we were keeping track, but it, there wasn't a spot. When we turned back on the tape, 
and we watched Bo, we were like, well, we can take our words out right up back, retract what we just said. We're, we need to get after Bo right now. We don't need to wait. Because <laughs> um, when you watch Bo's film, he reminds me, um, in, in my opinion, uh, of Tucker Large mm. in terms of his movement, his natural ability to make plays. He's flying around the field, but he's bigger than Tucker Large, right? Mm -hmm. He's 6'1", 185 pounds, um, has really good length. We went and watched him play basketball about a month ago um, when this process was all happening. And I, he, again, on the field or on the court, he had like eight steals. We were playing press man, uh, full court press the entire game and man. And he wasn't getting tired and he was getting elbowed in the head. And he's going, he's just a tough competitor. Um, but his playmaking ability uh, is what stands out more than anything else. Right. Yeah. I think he's going to be someone who, again, is going to be a kid that comes in is going to make an impact and grow into a leader as a South Dakota kid uh, and be an impact player um, for years to come um, throughout his career here. So really excited about Bo. Um, as I talked about with the relationships, you ideally can build up relationships over a longer period of, a period of time, but recruiting is not perfect. It didn't yep. happen the way that maybe he would have liked or we would have liked, but within that time when it did, we made sure to get on the phone. He got up here with his parents. We made made sure we asked be able to ask have them ask all the questions, ask ask questions. It's not just about him getting to know us, right? We need to get to know him and see if he's a fit. And it was from pretty early on. You could tell from talking with his parents at the basketball game um, to to doing this when he gave one of his visit, it was going to be a fit. And you could cool. kind of see the excitement from him. But I hope he, he I know he felt the excitement from me when we were talking because um, it was only a few weeks that we were truly talking towards the end of this thing um, before signing day. But it was a big get for the Jacks, um, yep. and I think it's going to really work out. So, yeah, you know, one thing I want to bring up because you mentioned his basketball game, I, I really enjoy that these Jefferson kids are all multi-sport yeah. athletes. Exactly. Like exactly. I, I think that's incredible. Their quarterback, Taylor Ashley, is going to USF for basketball. Yeah. But yeah. man, track, football, baseball, or you know, or maybe not baseball, but yeah, um, these guys, Wildy and. and uh, Bo, you know, like they, they play everything too. So I think that's really awesome still that 100%. they're such high end, high caliber football players, but For still, sure. you know, do these other sports too. So, no doubt. all right, let's talk about these portal guys. Yeah. Um, personally, I am pumped. Blake Peterson is a jackrabbit. No doubt. Uh, I mean, no wanted doubt. him three, four years ago, whatever it was, when sure. he was going through the process. Yeah. So we did too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about Blake. Um, Blake's awesome, obviously. Um, again, he's a jackrabbit at heart as well, you know, with his dad um, being a, played here. You know, I'm sure people have seen the the picture of Stig holding him um, as a baby, a newborn baby in his office, um, holding Blake, which is really cool. Um, like you said, we recruited him hard out of high school. I remember um, I coached my when I got done playing, I was a student teacher and, and was coaching at Sioux Valley in Volga. And I remember he was like a freshman or sophomore. We went and played Beersford and it was like, holy cow, who is this kid? That was back in like 2017 fall, I believe. Um, and even then you knew he could be something special. Um, and I guess I didn't at that time know um, his past and history with his family and, and Jackrabbit um, family. So that was really cool. In terms of um, Blake, his power, his size, his, his movement, like obviously really excited at high school, even more excited now. When you watch his Iowa tape, or Iowa State tape, excuse me, um, it's really exciting for us. You know, we lose um, Caleb Sanders and Reese, guys that were huge impact players. Um, Blake is someone that's going to come in and be able to fill and help fill those roles 
um, at, at a high level. It's really cool right now for me to get to know Blake a little bit more. You know, I wasn't necessarily a part of that recruiting process out of high mm-hmm. school, but since he's been here uh, this semester, like I was just watching him at 6 a.m. workouts. The dude's moving like a linebacker and he's weighing 265 <laughs> pounds um, and bends and works hard and has this work ethic to him um, and has done it at a high level. He's going to come in and he's going to be an impact player um, in it. And he's going to be someone that Jack Rappin Nation is going to know even more about on the field. So uh, really excited about that. The biggest thing, you know, he wanted to be a part of a, a four man front where he can truly yep. be on the edge yep. and get after it like an edge rusher DN because, you know, he was playing that that four eye technique in there, like a D tackle. And I guess that just didn't, um, it wasn't the path he was enjoying the most, I would say. Yeah. And, so. and you watch that, you know, the, the tape too, um, you know, that, what'd you call it? Well, I called an elephant end, yeah. but he's in there at that. And um, even then you see like, he's, he, he's showing that burst on yeah. his tape and yeah. stuff and that quickness, yeah. but in For the sure. back, you can just see him though. Like, shit, am I supposed to be doing this right yeah. now? Like, kind of right. like, the assignment piece of it you exactly know? right you gotta so, do your job first but uh yep. yep so i'm interested in this next guy cornerback cody cotton transfer yeah. from upper iowa yeah and went back through on his twitter and kind of looked and he had all the nsic offers that yeah. that you can that we want right yeah. um and then he had a preferred walk-on from wisconsin and wisconsin yeah. doesn't just throw those out no. you know yeah. um so i'm very intrigued by cody because he had a great freshman year too yeah, yeah. in NSIC his stats are crazy um yeah. talk about him a little bit and the process for finding him yeah you know with with Cody um again I wasn't necessarily part of his high school recruiting process but when he on his you know with within that he wanted to be somewhere um else I believe just for for a variety of different reasons um and so uh coach Erickson at the time you know had had, had a relationship with him, I think coming out of high school prior. And so when things were going on and Cody was maybe looking to leave, he had reached out um, to coach Erickson about a potential opportunity. Um, now for the rest of us, when that was, he reached out, we go to watch his film and you're like, Oh man, this kid can really play. Um, yeah. He's a freshman. He's the INTs, the tackling, the coverage ability. He's got really good length. He's six one with really long arms, 180 pounds. Um, he's someone who, um, is going to be a really good ball player. You know, he, uh, he's got a really positive energy and spirit to him. He, he's been here um, for this semester. Obviously, he's already enrolled. And if I had quite a few um, conversations with him and he's just a very high energy kid, you can tell he's going to be a competitor. Talking a little bit about his experience um, on special teams, on defense, you can tell he's someone who's going to come in and compete um, no matter where he, he's at on the depth chart to start. He's going to come in and compete and he's going to be, I'm going to make an impact whether that's on special teams right away, whether that's at the corner position, um, whatever that may be, he's coming in to, <clears throat> to be an impact player. And the best thing about him on film, like you can't deny it no matter how big, small you are, whatever level, whatever it may be, when you make can make plays and you're a playmaker um, with that natural ability, it's going to show up and you're going to be successful. And that's just kind of describes who Cody is. He makes plays. Um, he's got really good body control coverage ability. So whatever he ends up being here, um, whatever role that is, it's going to be in an impactful, um, position and he's going to make a difference for sure. So awesome. Well, good. Uh, two exciting additions through the portal. And I believe, you know, uh, how this is how it's always seemed to go when SDSU takes transfers, right? It's yeah. very selective. Yep. It's making sure it's adding a great person yep. that can also contribute on the field. 
right? You're not going to want to add someone that's uh, <laughs> disruptive in the locker room or whatever, yeah. that kind of stuff. So Yeah, 100%. When we're looking to transfer portal, that's because we feel there is a need maybe, whether that's for depth, whether that's at a impactful position right away because um, you lose people. If we're going to the portal, it's, it's because we feel that there is maybe a need at a certain position um, for a variety of reasons. And then you got to we do our due diligence to make sure they're good people and, and good players that will make an impact and will be a, you know, a fit for the culture that we have here. So mm -hmm. awesome. Well, that we made it through all the defensive players there. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time and uh, yeah, we'll look yeah. forward to continue talking Jacks and good luck in the new position. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it. It was uh thanks for having me on. It's fun. It's fun to talk about these guys. I'm uh, really excited to get them up here soon um in june it'll be it'll be a fun year i'm sure we'll be hearing some of their names this coming season so awesome thanks coach all right have a good one matt Bye. okay and we're back now to talk about the offensive side of the ball and the recruits uh with chris myers uh tight end coach and the the new recruiting coordinator with some of the transitions that have happened chris how you doing this morning i'm doing great really appreciate you having me on. You guys do a great job covering us. So always appreciate y'all. Just wanted to take the time and uh, talk about our guys. All right. Sounds good. So first though, we got to check in with you. How is your first South Dakota winter going up there or down there in Brookings? Uh, uh, my blood <laughs> is thickened for sure. Uh, I don't like the fact that uh, probably a couple days ago, it was like 32 and like yep. sunny. And I was yep. like, man, it feels incredible out. This is the best. <laughs> Uh, because back home, like we'd be crying, like somebody would call the national guard about it. So, yeah, uh, yep. you know, I'm transitioning quickly, getting used to it. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, let's dive into these guys, uh, on the offensive side of the ball, big class, uh, fun yep. class, tons of talent everywhere. Um, we'll just jump in right at quarterbacks. Cause that's honestly kind of the headliner of this. One of the, Absolutely. one of the headliners of this class is Caden Brown, uh, out of Texas, um, someone that's been committed for a while, all state, um, you know, a winner, I'd say his team was very successful. Um, and he's, uh, plenty mobile along to go with a great arm. So what can you say about Caden? Yep. You know, Caden is a, uh, Caden Brown's a, he's a terrific player, terrific kid out of Midlothian heritage high school. Uh, it's, it's Midlothian, Texas, South Dallas area. So the funny story with him. So the, uh, his safeties coaches was the best man at my wedding. So that's kind of the connection that we had. Yeah. So uh, obviously had a really good connection with that staff. Uh, I'm a Texas native, so knew plenty about them. But he's a dynamic athlete, a dynamic quarterback. Uh, and you kind of said it, he's a winner. Uh, he is the guy that, you know, rally, you know rallies the troops and uh, is able to lead people from the front. But he's, uh, like I said, he's, it's hard to kind of pinpoint the things that he does best. He's a terrific ball in hand guy running around. He has a great arm. Uh, you know, really excited about him. You know, the cool things about him, you know, he's a he was the Texas 5A Offensive Player of the Year, uh, mm -hmm. which is a, a heck of an accomplishment, uh, you know, just for the competition that he's playing. Uh, but I think the cool thing about, you know, Coach Luan talks all the time, he wants quarterbacks that play like linebackers, and you see that a lot with Mark yeah. Gronowski. Uh, but so Caden, before he became the starting quarterback, was an all-district linebacker as a sophomore. Really? You know, so I didn't know a, that. Ah. Yeah, so he was, as a sophomore, he was an all-district linebacker. Uh, you know, his first year starting, you know, he's a regional qualifier in the 300 hurdles and track, you know, he's a terrific all around athlete, uh, but he comes from great, you know, great stock. You know, his dad was actually a special forces operator. 
his stepdad is a longtime uh, Texas college football coach, was the head coach at uh, Southern Assemblies of God University, which is there in uh, Waxahachie, Midlothian area. Uh, his stepdad was his offensive coordinator this past year. So they did a great job working together and, you know, really excited about him and uh, his potential as he comes in. He's a, a dynamic kid. We're really excited to have. Yeah. Um, someone that I think through the whole process, at least on our Jackrabbit Illustrated team, you know, we were hoping one of those uh, power five offers wasn't going to come rolling in because you just see yeah. him each week putting awesome film together, stats on there. So uh, really happy that, you know, his commitment was able to hang yeah. all no. since, since summer. Believe me, I yeah. was thinking the same thing, uh, you know, every <laughs> once in a while, you know, it, it, the good thing is, is uh, the, the Jackrabbit brand has, you know, it's gotten to the point now that even in a place like Texas, it's still a hard one to beat. Uh, Caden was excited about coming here and, and he told me uh, the biggest thing for him of coming here was that we compete for national champions, national championships. Cool. That's what he wants to do. Uh, he wants to win it all. So that was kind of the big thing for him. So that held us kind of, that let us keep a lot of schools a little closer to home at bay. Sure. Okay. All right. The next guy uh, with some of the departures from the re retirements, I guess, from the quarterback room mm -hmm. uh, brought on, you know, a preferred walk on here late in the process. Um, yeah. Is his name Jack Ammer or Jack Amer? Jack. Because if it's Jack Ammer. Oh, can it be yep. Jack? Jack Ammer. All right. Good. Perfect. Yeah. Good. Talk about Jack yeah. a little bit. So Jack is from uh, Perry High School, Gilbert, Arizona, Phoenix suburbs. Uh, he's a big, good-looking kid. He's a, a lefty quarterback, so that's always mm -hmm. fun. But he's a big body. Uh, early in his career was kind of a Tim Tebow type, you know, wildcat quarterback, you know, come in, run around, throw it around kind of guy. So he really came, you know, blossomed in that starting role later in his career, which kind of led to his recruitment being a little slower than others. But, uh, you know, he came, he came up to us this summer for a camp. You know, we loved him in camp. Was a guy that we 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 anticipated being a Division One scholarship player, and kind of things just you know didn't quite materialize for him that way. But has a ton of talent, a ton of potential. You know, he's from the same high school as Brock Purdy. Uh, wow. You know, kind of the same same really same kind of path. Brock Purdy really his recruitment didn't take off until you know a uh, month or so before signing day. So obviously not saying he's that, but you know you can definitely hope. Mm -hmm. uh, but the good thing with him is. Another kid with our quarterbacks, you know, winning mentality is huge for us. Uh, he was coming down to us or Ferris State, uh, which mm -hmm. won the D2 national title this year. Yeah. So yep. he, he, another guy that's very important for him to compete at the highest level, compete for national champions, championships, uh, you know, really excited about what he brings and, you know, just a great personality. You know, he wants to be a broadcast journalism major. Uh, yeah. You know, you can tell that when you talk to him, you know, he's very personable. Uh, but he's a, like I said, he's a big body. He can run. He's 6'3", 215, and uh, really excited what he can bring to us uh, from that perspective. Okay, good. That's, that, that's room is just loaded now. So excited for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. For sure. All right. Another kind of, uh, you know, the late signing period was good to you guys. And um, mm -hmm. Kirby Voorhees here, running back out of Florida, uh, big physical kid, uh, but plenty yeah. of athleticism and speed too. So what about Kirby? You know, Kirby, we got on him uh, later. Uh, he was recommended to us. He's from the same high school as as our safety, Matt Durant's uh, yeah. Steinbrenner High School there in the Tampa area. Uh, but, you know, Matt, you know, we had a couple coaches that reached out to us and say, hey, you really need to take a look at this kid. He's still looking for a home. Uh, you know, so obviously take a look. You can see the power and you see the speed on tape. Uh, does a great job, you know, contact balance, running through tackles. Uh, 
you know, he's an explosive kid, but you know, the biggest thing to us is he, we had that character reference from a guy on our team, uh, mm -hmm. Matt, you know, just saying, you know, can he fit here? Can he play here? And, you know, he basically told the story of when Kirby was a young guy and he was a senior, they brought Kirby up from scout team and he was just running through all the seniors face and seniors didn't like it at all, which is usually a really good sign. So uh, really excited about him. You know, he was a guy that had multiple offers, you know, early mm -hmm. on and kind of just things filled up on him. Things kind of transit, you know, he was kind of sitting there and, you know, sometimes that happens. Things, uh, you know, transition to a different situation than what they were when you got offered, you know, but he, we, we were lucky to end up with him uh, late, but he's a really good kid, really smart, wants to be a business major, uh, you know, really just wants to win. His biggest thing is he wants to be on a winning program, a winning team. It's important to him. So that was why he was really interested uh, in the Jackrabbits. Awesome. Good. Yeah, that uh, it was definitely a, a good surprise, right, when he popped up on my, on my timeline that he was a Jackrabbit or committing to be a Jackrabbit. So that's good. Absolutely. Uh, next guy, a lot of our listeners and viewers are familiar with, uh, Brendan Begaman, all-time leading mm -hmm. rusher in South Dakota, single-season rusher, um, big kid again, physical, uh, really good athlete all around. Uh, what can you say about Brendan Begaman? Yeah, Brendan, you already said it. You know, he is a big back. He's a really good-looking kid, uh, and it's hard to argue with the production. I mean, I, I don't care what level you're playing or where you're playing at when you rush for as many yards as, as he did in high school. It's it opens your eyes. Uh, obviously, you know, being from Selby, South Dakota, you know, Coach Stig yeah. was going to make sure we took a good long look at him. Uh, but hopefully you know, he he continues that tradition of impact jackrabbits from the Selby area. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, he he comes from a jackrabbit family. You know, he uh, when they showed up, his family showed up for his visit. You know, they're all decked out. They all had their stuff on. Uh, they're jackrabbits through and through. So uh, really, really excited about him just from a versatility standpoint. You know, he's going to be a guy that's going to be able to contribute, you know, special teams, all sorts of things. Like I said, he's a big body already, uh, you know, and like I said, obviously you don't want to put anything on him. But, you know, last time we took a nine-man running back, you know, yeah, it ended right. up pretty good for everybody. So, uh, you know, so hopefully he can he can end up doing something similar with his career here. Good. Yeah, it just uh... – there's the one picture that I think it must have been Zach was at a basketball game, right? And it's Brendan and then the kicker, Jackson Isaacson. Um, yep. and, it, and it definitely doesn't look, you know, Brendan's no stranger to the weight room, it doesn't look like. So, no, no, yeah. no, no. He's going to be physically ready uh, very early in his career. You know, you get a lot of kids that they get to campus, hey, you need to gain 15 pounds, hey, you need to get this. And he's physically, he's going to be ready to go. So really the thing for him is going to be transitioning to, you know, a, a couple more people on the okay. field at, at a time and having you know, some tackles. Kinda, <laughs> yeah. Just, but uh, just, you know, play speed, but physically yeah. he's, he's a very impressive young man. We're really, really excited to have him. Cool. Excellent. All right. Uh, another one of uh, the guys that everyone was nervous. We'd might lose to a, to a power five potentially is Griffin Wilding yeah. here at wide receiver uh, Sioux Falls Jefferson. I was able to talk to coach Benedetto after he committed uh, this summer and Vince said that he's never seen a player able to transition out of his breaks at, at the speed that he does. That's what makes him so unique. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see Griffin up here and in this offense. What are you guys excited about with him? You know, everything that you said, Griffin is a, is a really dynamic kid, uh, is a, a really smooth athlete. I think you kind of said it best, like his transition ability from, you know, from a catch point to accelerating upfield is, is elite. You know, he's uh, – yeah, in our opinion, he was 
the best player in South Dakota this year, uh, you know, and we were excited to have him. You know, we offered Griffin as a, as a sophomore, yep. you know, going into his junior year and, you know, we're able to hold on for him. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a guy that is going to be dynamic ball in hand, but also at the catch point, you know, can go up and get it, has some springs in his legs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so for him, you know, we're hoping that he can become, you know, that next great outside receiver here at South Dakota state, you know, in the, in the mold of, you know, the Yankee twins, you know, those kind of guys that we've had here, but he's got a ton of ability. And the best thing about him is that he's just an absolutely great kid, uh, hard worker, you know, he's going to do all the right things. And he's been coached by former Jack and coach Benedetto. So knows exactly what he's getting himself into uh, in that respect, but really, really excited about his potential and uh, what he can be as he continues to progress in his career. Awesome. Good. I, I know uh, Jack fans, I was always getting asked at that tailgating and stuff. Have you seen what Griffin's been doing lately in his, in his games? Yeah. Like, what did you see what he did last night? Like, geez. Uh, so yeah, excited to get that in Brookings for sure. Absolutely. Um, we're, we're, we're happy to hang on to him for sure. Good, good. Uh, next guy, Joseph Randall out of this, out of the <clears throat> twin cities Metro. Uh, I love this guy. Um, big bodied receiver that really uh, makes some contested catches. I, I, I like his game a lot. What do you see in it? You know, uh, same thing. Joe is uh, a really big body. You already said it, you know, six four two ten, Uh, and he looks at, you know, you see him in person. He's a wide, you know, broad shouldered kid, you know, is going to be able to put on more good weight and really, you know, progress from a weight room standpoint. But, uh, you know, he is that kind of prototypical big outside receiver that can go up and get it. Uh, is a, you know, he's a hooper, you know, was a, was a basketball player, kind of became a football player, which is a lot of times your best guys. Uh, he's only been playing a short time, has not been, you know, a lifelong football player. So his best ball is in front of him, which is really exciting for us. Uh, but the thing with him that we really loved is that he really wanted to be a Jackrabbit. Um, you know, obviously with coach Davis leaving, going to USD, uh, you know, he's a preferred walk on, you know, his commitment isn't binding. You know, mm-hmm. he could decide to move on, do something else. And, you know, when we called him and told him, hey, this is happening, his first deal is like, I can, you know, my spot's still good, right? You know, it's he he wants to be here, uh, believes in what we do, believes in our offense, and I think he's going to have a, a bright future ahead of him in that regard. So really, really excited about uh, what he can bring to us. Yep, good. Uh, next wide receiver is Joe Roll out of Gretna, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a player that, you know, probably disappointing for him. He had an injury his senior season, cut his season short. Yep. Uh, for Jackrabbit fans, if you have not watched his huddle yet, he reminds me a ton of Brandon Hubert. Also, uh, I believe, a walk-on out of Nebraska uh, mm-hmm. quite a few years ago now, but just a tough player. Um, what can you say about Joe? Joe Roll. You know, <laughs> like you said, Joe, uh, great kid out of the Gretna uh, High School, you know, has a great tradition there of winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, won a state title in 21 uh, with him as the lead target. You know, his quarterback, uh, Flores, ended up signing at Oklahoma State. You know, so he was really the go-to guy for a national recruited quarterback. Uh, you know, really a shame. You know, he, he ended up hurting his knee, uh, missed majority of his senior year. But uh, he's a guy that rehab is going really well for him. And we're really excited about what he could bring from that slot position. You know, he's a, an undersized guy at 5'9", 185, but you know, he'll make you miss in a phone booth kind of kid. So he's, uh, you know, but more than anything, you know, he's a really intelligent young man who wants to be an engineering major. 
a lot of the intangibles that you see with him are going to be the best parts about him. You know, he's going to be a hardworking kid, very dependable. Uh, but, you know, when you're leading, when you're the leading, you know, receiver at a place like Gretna High School, uh, it shows a lot about you, regardless of how big you are. So, uh, yep. you know, he's going to be one that's going to fly under the radar a little bit just because of you know, the lack of senior year tape. But mm-hmm. he's going to be one that I think is going to uh, surprise a lot of people. So really wow. excited with what he can become. Awesome. All right. And now, um, as my podcasting partner, uh, Kyle, always says, you can't spell athlete without T-E, the tight end. Uh, let's right. talk about your guys here. Um, Davin Stoffel, right, out of Wisconsin, yep. uh, the Altoon Award recipient for the best receiver yep. tight end in the state. Huge honor. Some of the past recipients on that list uh, just kind of blow your mind a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Talk about Davin for a second here. Really, you know, Davin is a great kid. Uh, Davin was one of the first kids that I really got on when I got here. Uh, we had a personal connection with his with his uh, at that time his head coach. Uh, you know, played with, coached with our uh, our offensive line coach, Coach Olson, hmm. uh, in the past. So kind of gave him his name, like, hey, I think this guy's pretty good. You know, I don't know if he's for you or not, but I think he's pretty good. And he cut on the tape. He's like, yeah, I think he's for us. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But uh, as you said, Altoon Award winner, uh, you know, was the best receiver or tight end in the state of Wisconsin, which is a huge honor, especially considering the high school that he's coming from. Uh, that's all classifications. So with most of the high school is by no means, you know, uh, you know, the biggest high school in the area. But he has been a dominant player at every every sport he's played there. Uh, mm-hmm. He was all state both ways this year. He's probably the tallest Mike linebacker in America yes. at six six. Yes, <laughs> uh, which that that defensive film is a trip to watch. You know, yes. so he's he's covering a lot of ground. Uh, but that was something that really uh, made me very interested. I love guys that are hard nosed, can play linebacker, you know, have that physicality mm-hmm. in them to go fit a gap power. Uh, you know, so that's that's great for us but you know off the field he's also an incredible kid he's a valedictorian of his class uh he's going to be an engineering major here as well uh you know but like i said his he's a thousand point club in basketball he's uh all st- took his baseball team to the i believe the semifinals this past year uh has been a true multi-sport star there for them at at Mosini. uh but the the cool thing i, I still think for him is you know, nobody really knew about him. Uh, no, only two schools went through that high school uh, the entire year last year, us in North Dakota. And wow. he got offered by both. He got offered by both of them, which I say is like percentage wise, he's he's the most offered guy on this list. So he's got <laughs> yeah, a thousand right. of schools that see him and schools that offer him. Yep, uh, yep. But he's one that I'm you know, he's going to have to put on some weight. But mm-hmm. I really, really think that his ceiling is extremely, extremely high. Uh, so, you know, obviously I'm very biased to the tight ends, but, um, you know, he's a guy that I think is going to be an impact player here for a long time. Good. Yeah. That, uh, if you haven't folks that are listening and watching, go find his huddle and watch him play middle linebacker. It's, it, you said, you said trippy, I think. And it's one of the funniest tapes, I think, cause it's this six, six kid running around crushing people. Um, and completely eliminating passing windows. So it just, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, not- it made me think like maybe the thought process is just get the tallest guy you got and just, you know, have him yeah. put his arms up, see what happens. Right. I don't think no we need kidding. to have Zach Hines play middle linebacker, but I guess we, we have the roadmap if we need to. Yeah. Right. Eliminate those crossers. All right. Yeah. So good. Um, a player that I really like as well, 
Joey Newman out of Antioch, Illinois, uh, met his family down in Frisco, actually. That was cool. So yep. if they watch this, it was nice to meet you guys down there. Um, Joey, um, maybe more of an H-back type. Am I, am I reading that correctly or interpreting kind of his play? What do you think? Well, I, you know, he's going to have that flexibility to, to be a true Y for us and put his hand in the dirt. He is a big body kid at, you know, a little over 6'4", 220. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a guy that I believe is going to be able to move into that role. But uh, I do really think that between Davin and Joey, I see them almost, you know, obviously not putting anything on them, you know. But Davin, I see more as the true Zach Hines, bigger body, longer kid, mm-hmm. hand in the dirt, tight end. Joey would be the... Uh, the Tucker craft to that, you know, the, the yeah. off ball tight end, the move guy that can flex out and do a couple different things. I do think that both of them have the flexibility to do both, which is, you know, what we want to get out of our tight ends. Uh, but, you know, as they show up, that'll be kind of their role is Davin will be the Y and, and Joey will be the, the off ball guy. So uh, we'll be able to play a little bit of H back stuff, but uh, yeah, I think he's going to have a, a, a good chance to do a lot of different things. But. Cool. And, and he played in a big class down in Illinois. Too, yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it was all state, uh, all state mm-hmm. football and academic was a, you know, he's another high academic kid wants to be an engineering major as well, but uh, his athleticism kind of jumps off the tape. Uh, yep. You know, he's like I said, he's six four two twenty, and he ran a 11 7 hundred meter dash, which is a really, really impressive number for a guy that size, um, you know, had FBS offers, had multiple in-conference offers. You know, he was a guy that we had to go in and fight for, uh, yep. But really excited, uh, you know, with him. Yeah, he was excited about us and our winning pedigree and you know how we use our tight ends. Yep. Uh, you know, so he was a guy that it was apparent pretty early that this is where he wanted to be. So we're cool. you know, he's going to be a great fit here in, in Brookings. Good. I think on somewhere on his Twitter timeline, maybe from last spring, is that hundred meter dash, uh, yeah. I, I believe, and it's yep. him and you know big kid six four. Uh, just blowing by, you know, 5'10", 5'11", sprinters, yep. you know, typical sprinters. Um, it's pretty it's pretty fun to watch on that one. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for both those two to be joining mm-hmm. uh, joining your room. So, all right, 605 hog time. Uh, the big guy's yep. up front now, right? So, uh, Kenyon Bigbow from Oklahoma is a player that I think as fans uh, we're pumped about. Um, cause he's a huge young man, uh, with mm-hmm. some nice offers moves well. And then he had a, just a sick edit the other day of a flexing jackrabbit on his timeline that everyone was pretty pumped about. So talk about Kenyon a little bit. Yeah. Kenyon's graphics guys do some work. He's, uh, he's putting <laughs> out some good content, you know, so we're going to have to probably get him the, yeah, I'll probably need an editor to myself. So he's, he's, he's yeah, got right. a good connection there. <laughs> But uh, Kenyon Big Bo, he's uh, he's out of Anadarko High School uh, in Anadarko, Oklahoma. So that is, uh, you know, southwest of Oklahoma City. Uh, obviously, you know, before my time here, I was at Oklahoma State for four years. So, uh, you know, this is a guy that kind of was on a radar. Uh, you know, he's a very, you know, under-recruited kid. You know, Anadarko mm-hmm. is not the biggest school. Uh, you know, it, it does have a history of putting out kids, but it's a bit inconsistent at times. Uh, so not a lot of people went in to go see him, but – uh, he is a guy that we really think the sky's the limit for him potential wise, you know, getting in the weight room, getting some, you know, more nutrition. Uh, he's a guy that could become, you know, a really big impact player for us, but plays mean, you know, long body kid, long levered kid, uh, but, incre- but also another very intelligent kid, uh, you know, mm-hmm. wants to be another, you know, we've got more engineering majors in this class than probably anybody in America. Uh, 
Uh, he's Good. another one, uh, but, wow. which is always a good thing. Always a good thing. Uh, but, you know, he's a raw athlete that's going to be able to be molded mm-hmm. very well by, by Coach Olson. Uh, you know, he's a guy that, you know, if he's probably born in Dallas or Omaha, you know, I think yeah. that his recruitment might be a little bit different. But we're really excited to go in there and get him. So I think he's going to be a great addition for us here. Terrific. Good. Uh, Will Papke out of Rapid City. Um, traditionally, you know, not a powerhouse program in the state of South Dakota for football. Um, but I mm-hmm. believe he's a legacy Jackrabbit, people have said. So yep. uh, what about Will? Yep. So his dad played here. Uh, dad was a Jackrabbit, came to camp actually as a defensive lineman. Uh, you know, obviously huge body, 6'5", 285. So, you know, when you see those kind of numbers, you're always going to turn on the tape. Uh, but, you know, came to camp as a D lineman and Coach Olson kind of watched him and Obviously, when you're the O-line coach, you end up watching the D-line a lot as well. So kind of grabbed him and said, hey, will you come back? You know, will you come back and, and work as an alignment? And he basically said, I'll come back next week and I'll work mm-hmm. as an alignment. So he came back and earned a scholarship right there. Uh, like, you know, he is a Jackrabbit legacy. This is a place that he wanted to be, uh, you know, so that ended up working out great for everybody uh, in that regard. But another kid, as you said, you know, first rapid city kid that we've we've had on scholarship here in, in a little while but uh is a raw athlete you know that has a ton of potential uh you know offensive linemen a lot of times make the biggest leaps uh from high school to college just because it's such a different game uh for those guys but he's got a lot of the raw tools that you just can't teach you know size balance you know power things like that so uh really think that he's going to have a great home here in brookings Awesome. Good. Uh, next guy, Jackson Kirsten out of Illinois mm-hmm. is, is again. Um, I believe he was all state in Illinois. Um, yep. You know, watch his film and he is dominant. Um, yes. Just a, a player that powerful. And uh, in my opinion, I'm not a coach, but he seems a little more advanced technique wise maybe than than some that I've seen uh, in, in mm-hmm. recent years. And that could be wrong. You can tell me that. But what about Jackson Kirsten uh, caught your guys' attention? You know, honestly, the biggest thing is that what you've already said. You know, he's a finisher. That's what you really always want to see when you're watching offensive line tape out of the high school level is do, do you put guys on the ground, you know, and how do they get there? You know, it's uh, – and is it consistent? You know, he's a consistent finisher. He strains. Uh, it's, a, it's definitely a point of emphasis at his high school, you can tell. But – He's an explosive and fluid kid. You, know, you can see his movement, his quick twitch area movement. Uh, he's got a lot of snap to him, you know, which is which is hard to find from big guys like him. But you know, he, he, you know, you said he's he's advanced technically. Uh, he comes from a great high school, Naperville North. Uh, it's the same high school as our quarterback John Bell. Uh, they do a great they, they do a great job down there. You know, his he's been coached really well, uh, and that allowed his natural gifts to kind of show up on tape uh, a lot more. So. You know, he's another kid we were really excited to get, you know, in Naperville. It's a high traffic area. So that was one, you know, kind of fi- trying to figure out, you know, are we going to get all the way to the finish line with him? And, yep. But uh, he's he's done a great job. He's he's going to be a great fit for us here personality-wise. I think he's going to be a great addition to the offensive line room. But, uh, you know, like as you said, all-state kid, but really, really impressive with how physically dominant he is on tape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next guy. Um Cole Jarrett, maybe more of a yep. interior type of guy, and second team all Metro down there in uh, Nebraska Omaha or Lincoln Omaha area, um, and then uh, what was it? Second team all state as well. So yep. turn on his tape and 
he does a nice job there in the interior for that that offense that really did look to run the ball quite a bit this year. So what can you say Absolutely. about Cole? You know, Cole is a guy, you know, as you said, kind of an undersized kid. He's an interior body for sure. Uh, you know, we'll play that guard center position for us here, but comes from a powerhouse program, you know, Creighton Prep mm-hmm. uh, is consistently putting out high-level kids. It's a high-level program. Uh, but, you know, he comes from, you know, his dad played at uh, Nebraska Omaha before the uh, the program was shut down. You know, he's he's done a really nice job. And funny enough, uh, his dad played for Lance Leipold, who Coach Olson oh, really? played for at, at Whitewater. Yep. Yeah, so huh. on their visit, they talked a lot about, you know, that connection that they had through that. So that was a, a small a world, kind of small it? world, <laughs> small world deal. But, you know, another deal that obviously you don't want to put any kind of expectation on the kid before he gets here. But he does compare very favorably to Gus Miller, you know, an undersized kind of center prospect uh, that can come in. You know, he's an athletic kid, finishes well on tape, has great hips, great feet. Uh, You know, if he's 6'4", I think his, you know, it's another deal. I think his recruitment looks a lot different than what it does now. But, uh, you know, we got him over some really high level D2 offers. You know, he he had, you know, Mankato, Northwest Missouri, which is a powerhouse in the Division II level. You know, Sioux Falls is a new staff. It's doing a great job with recruitment. Uh, you know, so we were really he had happy. A Northwest to... Missouri too, didn't he? In there? Yeah, Northwest. Yeah, yeah, Northwest Missouri. Uh, yep. You know, so that you know that speaks to him as well as you know just his desire to compete at the highest level. Because, uh, yep. like I said, those are great offers. Those are great programs. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we were really excited to get him on board. We think he's going to be a great piece for us and just a very intelligent, very serious young man. Um, you know, that wants to win. And that's yep. what we're excited to have here. Yep. I think, you know, you, that's a great point on those division two offers. Uh, sometimes folks maybe poo poo uh, some of those offers, but man, that's some good football in the NSIC. I think we can't Absolutely. take that uh, for granted. So um, those are great. Those yeah. are great programs. Yeah. You mentioned uh, Ferris state was division two champs. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's there's right. there's a lot of those D two schools that if we they roll the ball out versus a couple of FCS schools, it'll it won't go great for some FCS yeah. schools. Those are great yeah. programs. Yeah, indeed. All right, uh, guy that again kind of came late and in, in there wasn't a late signing period. Uh, Ian Mutchler out of Illinois again, mm-hmm. uh, second team All State there. Uh, what can you say about Ian? You know, Ian uh, is a southern you know Southern Illinois guy. Uh, you know, we, we had to fight off Southern Illinois late, obviously, for him. Uh, you know, an area kid for them. They wanted to keep him home as well. But big body, you know, 6'4", 290. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, another kid that had a lot of D2 interest, a lot of D2 offers that we were able to kind of talk in, you know, talk him into to being here with us and, you know, and, and, and fighting for a national title, which was something he was super interested in. But, you know, for him, it, like I said, great kid, you know, it wants to be a computer science major, you know, very intelligent, very articulate young man, but you turn on the tape and he plays mean, he tries to finish. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of, a lot of length that he plays with, um, you know, he's a guy that, you know, another one that with a couple of years in the weight room and nutrition program, like he can look like a completely different kid uh, mm-hmm. than what we're going to end up getting. So, you know, he's a guy that's going to be a great, you know, project, you know, grow for the next few mm-hmm. years and, you know, change his body and, really grow into himself as a player that we, we really feel good about his long-term potential here uh, at SDSU. Good. All right. And uh, our final offensive guy, offensive lineman, Noah, Noah Atherton out of Colorado. Um, mm-hmm. And Noah is a huge young man. I, I do know yep. that about him. And uh, again, I think he was first team all state out there. 
well, what do you know about Noah this year? Um, what do you what do you know about Noah? You know, we don't get a ton of recruits from Colorado, so yeah, yeah. So Noah, Noah Atherton, he's at a Longmont High School in Cal- in Colorado out there. He's a as you said, he's a massive body. He's listed six six two eighty five. Uh, he might be bigger than that. You know, he's <laughs> he's probably six six and some change. Uh, you know, he's he's a huge kid. You know, but he has a lot of South Dakota family connections. Uh, has family in in this area and the Sioux Falls area. So it was a thing that he wanted to be here. He basically told us, Hey, I'm coming to South Dakota state, whether you want me to or not, but I would like to be on the football team, which is a pretty easy recruitment at that point. Like, you know, okay. You know, first team all state guy. Okay, sure. Um, You know, but like I said, with that, I do think it's important to note how bad he does want to be here. He was, he probably out of all these guys, he was probably at more game day visits than anybody uh i think he probably came to four uh wow yeah it, it felt it felt like he was here quite a bit and he probably had the some of the furthest to go yeah. uh but he he is super fired up to be a jackrabbit we're fired up to have him um you know like i said there you just can't teach length you know mm-hmm. it's you can make people a little bit faster or stronger but it's hard to make them taller so yep. uh you know he's a guy that you know, that the natural God-given size is going to be his biggest uh, selling point for us. Uh, really excited about what he can turn into with, you know, with some development in the weight room and in the nutrition area. Yep. Okay. All right. And we have one specialist in this class, uh, kicker punter Jackson Isaacson. We mentioned him a little bit ago when we were talking about Brendan Begeman, uh, out of Aberdeen, Aberdeen Ron Colley. Uh, for football, and I believe he might play for Aberdeen Christian for basketball. So I'm not sure if it's just mm-hmm. a co-op for football up there or what. Um, yeah. What about Jackson Isaacson? What what intrigued you guys as uh, you know as that kicker punter? Yeah, you know it. A you know always love guys that are combo guys in high school. You know have that flexibility to do either one. Uh, you know, like I said, you know right up the road in Aberdeen, uh, but was a really athletic kid. You know he's not just a specialist in high school. You know he's playing a lot of different positions for them. Uh, but he's a really good sized kid. He's six two. He's one ninety five. Uh, you know, he's a guy that's going to be able to contribute for us down the road. Obviously, you know, uh, Hunter Dustman is is doing everything for us right now. That that kickoff kicker punter uh, combination, which you know, it's really hard to do all three. Uh, but we do believe Jackson's a kid that you know, in that same mold, that can take on a ton of responsibility for us down the road. Uh, you know, but it's always good to keep talent in the state. Uh, yep. He was a guy that we're really, really fired up to, to have on our team. Yep. And I believe, you know, two, two-time All-State here in South Dakota, uh, you know, in terms of the Coles star stuff, I believe he was like four and a half or five uh, yeah. on both, you know. So it's just uh, that's similar to what Hunter was in high school as well. So excited about getting him. You're right. Uh, Ron Colley was one of my rivals in high school. So, you know, it's always, you know, bittersweet to see these kids as Jack Rabbit. So, yeah, but, <laughs> absolutely. At least they're yeah. wearing the right logo now. So yeah, exactly. Great. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Chris, um, thank you very much for, for walking us through these offensive recruits. Um, looks like a great class. Lots to be excited about for Jack Rabbit Nation. Awesome. Well, like I said, thank you for having me. Uh, you guys do a great job of covering us. Uh, you know, we can't thank you guys enough and the fans, obviously, to tune in. Uh, you guys are the ones that fill the stands and, and make it a great environment for recruits. Uh, so half of the, you know, all these guys that came in, everybody listening, you had a hand in them, you know, becoming Jackrabbit. So we can't thank you enough for it. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely.